In this episode, I answer the question, is it possible to let go? And how exactly does that work? My name is Justin Sinceri. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist obsessed with the polyvagal theory. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. If you're one of the super fans, stick around after the main topic. I've got a homework assignment for you. Before I get into things, please put yourself first. I do keep every episode as safe as I can. I think this one's okay, but you know we are talking about mental health, trauma. So just by the nature of these topics, you may experience some stuff come up. So take a break if you need to, please. The topic here is letting go. What exactly is letting go? What are we talking about here? This is something that we say a lot. If you're a therapist, I'm sure you've heard your client say, I just want to let it go. What what the hell is being talked about here exactly? What does this mean? Is this even a thing, letting go? I know for sure it's just awful advice to give to someone to like, let it go. Um, I don't think it really has much place in therapy as a therapist to say, let it go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just let it go. So what does this mean? What are we saying here? Um, I really have never known. And I don't exactly get it when clients... I'm not, I'm not quite sure what they mean when they say that. I kind of do. To me, that means they just want to stop feeling whatever it is. But when they say, I want to let it go, I, I ask for clarification. What does that mean for you exactly? Are we saying that we just kind of want to get over it, whatever it is? Is that what we mean when we say let it go? Is that we just want to get over it? Also, saying get over it is <laughs> dumb advice as well. And something I don't, I also just don't quite get it. Is it letting go of a certain thing or an event or a memory? It seems to be pretty commonplace when people say they want to let go of something. But what about the pain? What about the pain that comes along with those things or events or memories? What about the emotions that come along with that? So it can't just be about the thoughts, the memories, right? What about this, the body memory? The body remembers all that stuff. So even if you cognitively don't remember those things anymore or the, your body knows what's up so maybe it means letting go of all of that like <laughs> maybe when someone says i want to let go maybe they mean the memory the events the the certain thing whatever it is but also the pain and the emotions the bodily memory maybe they mean i want to let go of all of that and if that's the case good luck to you i don't know how you do that that's a uh, huge ask, and if you have the key to it, to, to that, if you have the knowledge of how to make that happen, you could probably be a very rich person. So, it seems like when we say we're letting go, what what if we mean like we're actually just mad, like I'm over this, shit, or I'm moving on, or I'm so done, or something like that? But it comes from more of that fight energy. So you're not really, I don't think, letting go. You're just kind of pissed off and. You're not feeling that whatever it is. You're just kind of angry. So you're feeling the anger and you're feeling empowered. Maybe that's what letting, I don't know, maybe it has something to do with that. Maybe, maybe letting go is different than like taking a deep breath, relaxing on the, on the exhale, extending the exhale and just letting it drift away the feelings. Maybe that's what people mean. Maybe that's not what they mean. I don't know. But I guess like, what does it feel like to let something go? Is there something that we're expecting in particular or are we just wanting the pain to stop? And of course, I don't blame you. I don't blame any any of us. We just want it to stop, whatever it is. So we want to let it go. 
Maybe it has something to do with uh, the polyvagal ladder. That's the metaphor from Deb Dana. She used that to illustrate our polyvagal states and how we climb up and down the ladder. At the top of the ladder is the safe and social state. In the middle is flight fight. And then the bottom is the shutdown state. And we climb down the ladder as we neurocept more and more danger cues. Basically. And we climb up the ladder as we neurocept more and more safety cues, I would say. Just generally, basically. Or as we utilize that flight fight energy, we climb back up the ladder in our safety state. So maybe the experience of climbing up the ladder can feel similar to letting go because when you exist more down the ladder, you're going to be feeling the uh, anxiety and anger and emptiness. You're going to feel those heavier things that can get more out of control the less access you have to your safety state. So maybe letting go is when you climb up the ladder, it feels like you're letting something go because you're just not accessing those feelings anymore or you're not accessing them as intensely. So maybe it feels like you're letting go. Because the heaviness of that defensive state is gone. And, and these are very heavy experiences, right? Shutdown is can be empty and numb, but there's also a very lethargic, tired heaviness to it. Your body feels that heaviness. So when you come out of shutdown into your fight energy, you may feel like you've let go of that heaviness. And when you go from your fight energy into your flight energy, you may feel like you've let go of some of that anger or even the rage. And then when you go from your flight energy into your safety state, you may feel like you've let go of anxiety or worry nervousness, maybe some paranoia in there from the flight energy. You might feel like you've let go as you climb up the ladder to these different rungs on the ladder. It might feel like letting go. It might feel like a lightness. For me, recently I felt this sort of shedding, like just this heaviness um, that I had been carrying came shed off me, it shed. And that was really the experience of it and the image of my mind of uh, just flaking off of me like in the wind or something not but it wasn't the wind but it was kind of like just something flake you know shedding off of me like ashes coming off of i don't know something (laughs) but 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 it might come back and this really depends on your personal anchoring in your ventral vagal safety pathways if you have a, a stronger anchor in your ventral pathways then the intensity of the defensive states, it won't be as intense. You'll be able to tolerate it better if if you're anchoring yourself well enough into your ventral vagal pathways. Even though you might have let go of something, it might come back. If, I mean, if we're using the metaphor of letting go, maybe it comes back or it feels like it came back. It feels like you're you know taking steps backwards. But that might be just because you're climbing down the ladder. You're going back into that defensive energy, at least temporarily. So as, and I think it's normal, by the way, growth is not a one-time thing. We have to keep uh, doing these things things over and over again. So every time you drop back down in that defensive energy, hopefully if you're anchoring yourself more and more and more in your ventral bagel, bagel pathways, that every time it comes back, it should be less intense, I think. 
letting go also it might not be extremely noticeable if, if we're talking if it is if it does have something to do with ladder climbing and it probably does then letting go might not be extremely noticeable what i notice with my clients is in one session we'll you know do our thing our therapy thing <laughs> and then a week later they come back and maybe they've um, worked on their homework and whatnot and then i'll i'll notice a shift in them like hey you seem calmer you seem more in the present moment you seem uh less anxious you know whatever it is and they'll say oh yeah you know what yeah you're right and they'll, they'll think back and they say yeah you know things were not as intense for me i did handle the situation better oh yeah so it might be something that is not even noticeable this letting go of or even just climbing to the polyvagal ladder you might not notice it unless you really slow down and and be with uh, those shifts that are happening and when you look back, you might realize, oh, something has changed. I did. This week, I did let go of something, or I did climb my polyvagal ladder. So I wonder, is letting go, is it the wrong paradigm or wording? And personally, if, if it works for you, I don't care. You use whatever words that work best for you. Really, it's just a metaphor, right? You're not really letting go. It's not like you're holding physically anything. You're not actually holding something and letting it go. It really is just a metaphor for the experience, I think. And the letting go, it's its an image or an explanation of what's happening internally. You've heard of, again, this is Deb Dana. So story follows state that what we have in our mind is directly connected to whatever place on the polyvagal ladder that we're at. The thoughts in our head and the intensity of the thoughts in our head are stemming directly from our polyvagal state. So when we say letting go, that might be the image, the metaphor of the experience of climbing up the polyvagal ladder. Just like if you think about when we say, I want to be strong and just stuff it down. Or getting over it, just get over it. You know, that's another one of those sort of metaphors to explain what it might be, what it might feel like or the experience might be like to to climb your polyvagal ladder and get over whatever feelings uh, you, that felt like were an obstacle for you. So these things are all just metaphors. They are ways to explain what we're feeling or what we hope to feel, I guess. So really, what, use whatever language best works for you. For me, I'm pretty concrete. So when someone tells me they want to let go, I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? What does that mean to you? What, do you, what is it you're describing? When someone says stuff it down or get over it, I need to know more information. But um, it's not all or nothing, obviously. We say I want to let it go, but I don't know if that happens all at once. I'm sorry, but I don't think it does. So this is not an all or nothing thing. It's not a let go. It's not a having. It's not really an either or. I think there's gradients. There's different capacities to let go or to climb your polyvagal ladder. I think there's different considerations when it comes to self-regulation. What can you allow yourself to feel? What can you tolerate? So you might be able to let go of a little bit at a time. That's called titration. That's a somatic experiencing uh, Peter Levine thing. Titration is feeling into and allowing some of that stuck energy to discharge a little bit at a time. 
And that's really going to come from having a nice strong anchor in your ventral vagal uh, state of safety and social engagement. But I don't think I don't think it's an all or nothing thing. I really don't. If it if it was, uh, there probably you would think by now there would be some sort of therapeutic modality that was like just one session and you're out. And that's it. But it doesn't seem to be that way. When it comes to the pain that we're holding on to, if you want to use that metaphor, when it comes to the pain that we're holding on to, it seems to alleviate a little bit at a time. We, we see incremental change in therapy. Someone reduces their anxiety, typically week by week, not really all at once. As a therapist, I help someone to delve into the painful stuff when they're ready or as they're ready. Usually a little bit at a time. We don't typically jump into the shame all at once. We we, we uh, delve into it a little bit at a time as much as they can handle. So letting go of something like shame probably is not going to happen all at once. It's, it's typically not an all or nothing thing. And we do it little by little. Kind of comes back. It seems like every now and then it might be little relapses. It might feel like it comes back. And then we move forward. It's typically not all or nothing. So for me as a therapist, my goal for my client is not to let go in the way that I think they want to let go. I think they want that all or nothing thing. I think that typically a client wants to simply move on. And I don't blame them, of course. But for me as a therapist, if we can figure that out, cool. I haven't, that hasn't happened yet though. What I actually want is for them to not let go and to pretty much do the opposite. I want them to be with their feelings. And this applies to me as well, just as myself as as a person, how I want to feel my feelings is to be with them. I don't want, I don't want to just ignore them. I don't want to shoo them away or let go of them. I want to experience them. They're there for a reason, right? So this might seem like the opposite of letting go, but um, I think the end result is still the same. I think the end result is still ladder and climbing. Whether you call it letting go or being with your feelings, we're ultimately headed in the same direction. But I think that the mindset here really matters, in my opinion. Because when you let go of something, when you say I want to let go of something or I want to overcome or get over something what you're saying is that the thing that you want to get over or let go of is a burden that it's invasive it's unwanted and something that you're judging and you don't like and of course that probably may all be accurate but what we're talking about is your feelings and again feelings are there for a reason i have yet to work with someone who has pain inside of them just because So when you say you want to let go of something and move on and get over it, to me that's very dismissive of yourself. Of not just the feelings that you have, but that the somatic experiences underneath the feelings. Of the thoughts that come along with it. So it's not just letting go of one piece. Like before I mentioned, when I asked, what do we mean by letting go? It's not just the memory, it's not just the event, 
It's also the emotional pain. It's the feelings pain. It's the body's memory. I mean, that really is a big chunk of who you are, right? So when you say, I just want to let go of this piece of me, you're saying, I don't like this piece of me. And I don't blame you. But it is a part of you, right? It is a piece of you. It is your true experience. So I would encourage you as much as you can to welcome that, to be with that a little bit at a time. And I know this sounds awful, possibly, or impossible, but it's not. It is challenging at first, but it is doable. And at some point, you'll actually welcome it, in my opinion. You'll, you'll welcome it as, as you build your capacity to feel these things. So I don't want my clients to let go. Personally, I want them to be with their feelings. I want them to be with themselves fully as much as they can to accept the feelings they have inside of them. Not to ex- exactly be okay with them, but to accept that, no, there, are, there is some pain in there and it is okay to feel that. It's there for a reason. I probably didn't choose it. It's probably not random. And to really honor their feelings, their history, to honor their experiences of their life and their family and their society and their culture. To really normalize themselves. So to me, it's the opposite of letting go. I think the end result hopefully is the same, but but I think the mindset matters here. I think we need to be embracing our feelings. I think we need to be normalizing our feelings. I think we need to be validating them. I think we need to be with them. Something I say a lot to my clients uh, when they when they ask about, well, how do I deal with these feelings, you know, between sessions, what if it comes too much? Obviously, you don't want to wait till it's too much. You want to start the process pretty early on. But what I say is, yeah, these feelings are they're going to come up. It's, it's going to happen. So instead of attempting to fight these thoughts in our mind or ignore the feelings, do the opposite and welcome them. And what, what you would say to your feelings is, to the anxiety or to the anger, to the fear, whatever it is, what you would say to these feelings is, I see you. Maybe even I love you. I don't know, I don't know if you're quite there yet, but I see you. You're welcome to, to be here with me. So you don't reject it. You welcome it. You say, you're welcome to hang out with me. I'm still going to go do, you know, create some art. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go hang out with friends. You're welcome to come with me. I don't reject you, but I'm still going to go do this, that, and the other thing. You're welcome to come with me. And the energy that comes from that, that sort of invitation and love, first off, that's what we all need from each other, right? That that normalization and acceptance and non-judgment. So you need to give, to, give that to yourself as well, in my opinion, and first as well. Uh, I think you need to give that to yourself first. As much as you can. So that, that would be what I would say is, instead of letting go, bring it in. Embrace it. Give it a hug. I see you feelings. You're, you're welcome to be with me. But I'm, I'm going to continue on with my life. You're welcome to come with me if you like. If not, that's fine too. It's really important to develop the vagal break. That's the influence of your safety system on your heartbeat. It keeps your heart at a calmer pace. It's really important to to develop the strength of your vagal break to tolerate the pain and the stuff that you want to let go of so that you can embrace it, so that you can 
invite it to come along with you. So when I say that, I know it might be like, oh, that's a horrible idea. I'm not doing that. I don't, I don't blame you. But that's why you have to really you have to develop that vagal break strength so that you can do that. And this is where building safety anchors comes into play is, is helping you to access your state of safety, to help you access your present moment more and more and more, to be with yourself, to be with your feelings, to be with your body, your experiences, to find what helps you to feel safe and to be in the present moment. And as we build the strength, as we build our safety anchors and build our, our capacity to be in the present moment, then the other stuff I'm talking about will will follow or you'll be able to use skills that you're learning on being more mindful or being non-judgmental. All the wonderful skills that you learn from your therapist and from Instagram and whatnot. If you are, if you're able to access the present moment, then those skills become a lot more doable. And when I built building safety anchors, when I created building safety anchors, I wanted anybody to be able to take that and understand it and apply it to themselves as an individual. It's not a cookie cutter approach. It's, it's very individualized to apply it to themselves. Even if they didn't have any experience with, with coming to the present moment to, to apply it to themselves and practice it, to learn some new things and practice it and actually feel what feels like safety for them to what feels like being in the present moment. And so as we grow that, then welcoming and being with and inviting the painful stuff, even a little bit, you know, that, that, that becomes more doable. If you want to learn more about building safety anchors, there's going to be a link in the description. If you're one of my polybagel patrons, let me know what you thought about this episode in the comments. I'll, I'll have a, a post about this episode. I, I'd love to hear what you think. Do we let go of things? Have you let go of things? Like, do you have any advice on doing that? I would love to hear from you and see what you have to say about this episode. For everybody else, and well, and the Polybagel patrons, but for everybody else, um, if you're interested in, in challenging yourself a bit, this is my homework assignment for you. I want you to give yourself permission to feel a little bit of something that you want to let go of. A little bit, as much as you can handle. Don't do this unless you're ready. Don't do, like, all the caveats I'm putting out here right now, right? Put yourself first. But give yourself permission to feel a teeny tiny amount of what you want to let go of. The homework is to invite in a little bit of, of what might be causing you some pain. And say, I see you. I know you're there. I care about you. I can't ignore you. I'm going to go do some drawing. You're welcome to come with me. I'm going to go play video games. I'm going to go play with my kids. I can't ignore you. You're there. I see you. You're welcome to come with me. You're welcome to hang hang out here and not follow me. Either way, I'm going to go do something that I enjoy. So that's your homework is to allow yourself to feel a little bit, but also still do something that that you genuinely want to do and might actually bring you some joy. Thank you so much for listening. I do hope you've got something out of this episode to help you climb your own polyvagal ladder or at least give you some new ideas about, about that. Thank you so much. Bye.